What up, y'all? Welcome to the Gunslinger Gaming Frosty Pints Podcast. I'm Gobi. With me tonight is the Doc, Zero Burn, and Omega. And we have a very interesting podcast. Microsoft bought everybody. Or some shit. Microsoft is like really slapping their dick down in the gaming world. They're like, this is ours now. Mm, Microsoft dick. <laughs> They've bought up oh, Zenimax yeah. Studios, which covers uh, a ton of games. Most notably, I would say, is Bethesda and every single one of their games. Uh, Id Software, which is the Doom franchise. Uh, they've it, it's it's insane. This is such yeah. a huge acquisition. I guess it's so big. Let's pick a point. Um, so obviously, the one thing that a lot of people were complaining about that the Xbox didn't have is they didn't have you know those first party titles. I mean, sure it has Gears of War, Halo, Forza, but those kind of they're tired. We'll call it that they're they're tired. I mean, they're still great games, but you know they haven't really been productive. And you know something that playstation it just pounded xbox on last you know generation or this current generation is you know ips you know new and old they didn't have that you know xbox didn't have that does this give them that i mean i think there are going to be a lot of people who don't give them credit for a lot of these ips that they didn't create but i mean it doesn't matter the this list is huge now I mean, they've almost doubled the number of studios under Xbox Studios umbrella. Like, there, there's so many new franchises that now, for all intents and purposes, are Xbox exclusives. Uh, uh, it's... More, more to the point, a much more important question. Now that Microsoft owns Bethesda, when is the next Halo game coming out? Uh, I believe this, this holiday... They're saying Halo Infinite will be back. out at the end of this year. Yeah, they keep on pushing it back. Well, the quarantine yeah. pandemic. <laughs> but what he's trying to say is, 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 is it's rubbing off. It's rubbing off on Microsoft already. Who's rubbing off on Microsoft? What? Bethesda's rubbing off on him. Nice. Also, uh, yeah, whatever. So uh, Microsoft uh, now owns, or the the title of this, or the the headline that's been going around is that Xbox plus Bethesda. Now all the Bethesda games are on uh, Xbox, and I'm assuming the Microsoft Game Store, Game Pass, yeah, Game Pass, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> all right, fine. That's easier way for me to get Bethesda games, which I no longer care about, but it's an easier way for other people to get Bethesda games, which ostensibly somebody still cares about. There's a uh, discussion going on about Fallout. They did something yes. with the mechanics of Fallout. Okay, so Fallout 76 got a huge patch. Uh, I believe it was last week. Um, it came in around about 20 gigs on PC, and they call it One Wasteland. And basically what it did was it made the entire Fallout 76 world scalable. Um, so it's kind of like now in like the Division 2 when we were playing together and I was a way higher level than you guys. It bumped your guys' level up, but you were still doing damage and whatnot. It's the same type of thing. Basically, if I shoot in, uh, I see a whatever mutant, it's my level. And if so six in my group and he's level 50 and he looks at the same mutant, it's a much higher level for him, which also means rewards are higher as well. Um, it so made the game of, a little bit rougher. It's kind of like what uh, the division or sorry, not the division uh, ghost recon does with. Uh, yes. Yeah. With people who are playing with whatever gear score turned on and people who are playing with gear score turned off. Obviously, you can be one or the other and you can be in the same group and you can fight the same enemies. The game will just determine the difficulty and the damage of the enemies differently for each of you and uh, everything will be more or less seamless. 
which was kind of hilarious the few times that we did that in Breakpoint with you, Gobi, because Doc and I just played on easy mode pretty much. Yep. And like we're just running around, killing stuff, getting shot, and like everything is like one shot at you. And it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, Gobi's trying to be all tactical. And I'm <laughs> running like... up to people and just, uh, yeah, like smack them in the face with a pistol. <laughs> Yeah, so as, as you guys can see, for those of you who haven't played with me, who only hear about me dragging people through games and running in headlong, there is confirmation that I don't always run headlong. No, I Jesus sometimes Christ, hang you back. Can't even keep up with Omega and I when we go knives only. <laughs> oh, see, I mean, again, maybe it's just that I'm so used to, you know, the, the speed that everybody else just slow. That's what I'm going with. I'm yeah, so, I, we're so used to the speed that you, that you seem slow. That's the whole, yeah. All right. Anyway, yeah. Microsoft Gobi. bought Zenimax. Gobi, I have to say, I've played the division with you, and you face tank harder than a warrior and in, than a warrior and wow yeah. that is serious. So in oh. that, in that game where you have to be on the same difficulty level as everyone else, Gobi just sort of runs straight forward. It doesn't really. <laughs> he's got tunnel vision. So he I got be back up, lit up from the right or the left. He just keeps on going straight and says, eh, the people behind me will deal with that. And the people behind him are like, where's Gobi? I don't know. Guess we better stay here. <laughs> All right. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> and eventually Gobi dies. And then we, we just play the game. We're like, oh, OK, he's dead. Uh, I guess we had then they catch on. up. And then it starts all over again. Yep. So, so that's fun. What does ZeniMax even stand for anymore? I don't even know. They, they do, like, I think their other big one is the Elder Scrolls Online and Fallout 76 are the two that I think people are kind of interested about because yeah, the, the crossplay yeah. is coming to these MMOs that are, you know... It'd be nice, with, I'm not going to lie. With all due respect to the Dishonored games, uh, those two are sort of plugged up here on the title i those are over and done with for me i enjoyed those games when they came out i think they have a very good story attached to them but i haven't played those in years they're one and done i'm looking forward um, to uh you know seeing if something happens with prey because prey is a fun franchise i've been a fan of that for a while I, I was a fan of prey as soon as i saw the guy speed run the entire game in 15 minutes i thought that was great <laughs> Uh, now, see, Starfield was one of these games that has been in production or whatever. It's supposed to be coming out, I think, in a couple of years or something. And it's been toted as being um, cross-play. You know, consoles, PC. And you think this is going to affect that? You think it's going to show up on PS4? Or are they going to keep it an exclusive for Xbox? No, it's good. The, if it shows up on PS4 or not, it's completely up to Sony. That's out of Microsoft's control, in my opinion. In my extremely knowledgeable opinion, I am a doctor. Yes. We must, we must trust the doctor. Well, for most things. Dead silence, even the crickets are bored. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm, part of me is happy. The other part of me is like, oh, shit. This is not going to be good. But then I remembered Microsoft likes to put shit on PC. Yeah. So I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. That's something that we've talked about in recent weeks on the podcast is that Microsoft seems to be going in this direction of easing off Xbox console exclusives in favor of Xbox Game Pass exclusives that are, you know, on both PC and console. So. Yeah, I'm all for it. I honestly, I, I, on a personal note, I am excited by the prospect of Fallout getting uh, a bit of a kick in the pants because I'd like to see it, you know, a next generation of Fallout and move beyond '76. Are you one of those uh, Fallout New Vegas fans that want to see a uh, Fallout New Vegas too? Um, I mean, yeah, New Vegas was my favorite. I, you you I, didn't I, realize I, that I was... both Bethesda and Obsidian are now owned by Microsoft. Yeah. So it's it's possible. I mean, people have already been asking about it. 
See, and that was something I brought up on a, a prior podcast when we were talking about Bethesda. Is Bethesda did not want to let go of control of um, Fallout. Well, now they kind of don't have a choice. They they're all underneath the same banner, so these companies could work together now and not have an issue. Yeah. Kirby's listening. Hi, Kirby. Hello. Yeah, well, one thing I, I will say that's kind of interesting, though, and this is, you know, I, I'm with you, Zero, in that we can hope that this might be one of those situations where, you know, it brings more people with a lot of experience and a lot of varied skills under the same umbrella, and it might, you know, in an ideal world, it'll lead to, you know, a better product across all their studios. But uh, some personal insight that I have what, from working in their uh, their studios, uh, the different parts of Microsoft sometimes have a hard time getting along and working in a coordinated fashion. So we'll have to wait and see whether or not... Uh, they're able to work together and and whatnot, or if they uh, just all stay stay in their own little silos, so to speak. So far, all the news is put out is that this is an acquisition. So there's nothing about restructuring as of yet. And if Microsoft decides to keep the hierarchy or the, the whatever the distribution of companies the way that it is, then everybody can work in their own bubble presumably how it was before maybe better than before because they're not going to have that asshole owner walking around talking about how he used to be part of the chess club and that is an old joke but i keep on making it because it makes me laugh i am <laughs> laughing on the inside God uh well i mean it should help i mean they get all these resources i mean regardless of what they were individually now they have you know this access to this collective pool of resources which can't hurt game development, I would think. Well, I mean, I could be wrong, but I'll give my pool of resources is just working. Well, but also just a, a code bank. Maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, they could draw upon that in the same way. Yeah, when movies draw upon uh, parent company footage and shit and slap it in their movies. Wally, I'm looking at you. So there could be that, but I always wonder how much. How many, what types of resources, how valuable the resources are during an acquisition versus how much corporate advice, quote unquote, the new people or the, uh, the people will be getting that is new that they wouldn't have gotten before. So it remains to be seen. I know absolutely shit about how Microsoft uh, deals with delegating work and how they deal with uh, instructing their subsidiaries what to do and how to do it. So, yeah, from that from that point of view, I guess we'll have to wait and see. For now, it's just an acquisition. There are no hard details. Yeah, it's still, I mean, it could have major implications of the gaming world at this point, though. They did this. Some good, some uh, bad. This article by GeekWire did point out that uh, Bethesda has a mixed reputation among video game enthusiasts. That's the understatement of the fucking year. <laughs> um, and the last couple of Wolfensteins were deeply flawed, and Fallout 76 was, and I quote, a notorious near-total misfire on debut. It remains one of the biggest... Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's it. So uh, yeah, maybe I don't, maybe these companies won't be able to get away with that anymore. We hope. Were were the last Wolfensteins really that bad? I didn't, I didn't think so. I mean, I thought the the I last mean... one with the two sisters killing all the Nazis in modern day. I thought that was a pretty solid game. I didn't hear too many bug reports about it, but could have been. Right. I mean, I didn't hear. I don't think I heard anything bad about either one of those. So I don't. I don't understand what he means by deeply flawed. I mean, he's totally on point with Fallout 76. I mean, it took him until <laughs> Wastelanders update to fix that shit. But look, they, um, I heard nothing bad about about any of the Wolfenstein, the new Wolfenstein games. I don't think I no, I did. I didn't hear a single bad thing. In fact, it's one of the few newer Bethesda games that I want to pick up. 
But so, Wolfenstein New Order did have a five gigabyte day one patch for PS4. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> worth mentioning. Yeah, but that's on that's for PS4. PS4. <laughs> that that's worth mentioning. Peasants. Of course, of course, yeah, oh, of course. Oh, do we nothing. want to mention that they announced the prices? Oh, we don't care. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, we'll get to prices on things shortly. I'm sure. Um. <laughs> But no, it's, I mean, Fallout 76, I, I played the beta when it was available. Um, and the beta made me cancel my pre-order. It was that bad. And it was that flawed. Now, recently, certain parties, Gobi and Nighthawk, um, have both uh tried to say hey you need to get back into it and i just i one i'm we're entering no we're entering the month before <laughs> the, the the new shadow or the new world of warcraft expansion you're not going to get much out of me <laughs> for the next month um just saying at some point but, just don't don't write it off give it another chance it's a completely different game now than what it was on launch well, and I also have to say, uh, since we are on stream, I have to thank So Sick for following me. I appreciate that. Smash that uh, like button. Smash the like and follow, people. I'm trying to get to affiliate so I can make a little bit of money. Like, comment, and subscribe. Throw yeah. wads of cash at your monitor, and when you're done doing that, visit his Patreon. Well, <laughs> since since we're going to give up a show, I really yeah, just so go sick. to his OnlyFans and yeah. <laughs> yes, if you want to see what looks to be a small moon, go to my OnlyFans. Hi yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so so sick was the one who actually got me back into Fallout seventy six because he picked it up on the Xbox Game Pass and installed it on PC, and uh, yeah, so we got back into play with him, and I got it get back into that game but season three of the division two is coming out tomorrow so maybe this weekend okay so note we will not hear from goby the rest of the week uh maybe i did uh i did start diving into ghost recon breakpoint um the new um story from episode three. Oh wow that game oh, is still a new story yeah they it's uh for season one pass owners it's a uh, there's six more bosses that you get to beat, and it's more of the go get intel. They're slightly more varied. You get some more outcast help. Um, it's not horrible. Um, it's not going to give a whole lot of replay value to the game. Um, I mean, but it's some new content. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, and it's good. I mean, it seems like it's fun. They gave some more um, rewards to um, the reward system I haven't checked out yet. Um, I just kind of get sucked into playing a mission. Uh, I did kind of forget how much fun just sniping in that game can be. Um, it was nice to just kind of relax and do a couple nice slow missions on extreme difficulty. Extreme! It must be nice being such a hardcore gamer, dude. It's just Ghost Recon. Like, it's... That's... When you there's certain games like you have those you have your own games that you play like on super hard difficulty that I'd be like you're fucking nuts I'm playing this shit on easy go fuck yourself um <laughs> and you know Ghost Recon's that game for me like I also play with no HUD just because it's fun weirdo I know <laughs> I forgot that I don't actually own Breakpoint on Steam. So I have to no, open up well, you play. You play is going to look for patches, and then it's going to ask me for my password and my two-factor authentication, even though I keep on checking, remember this computer, because, you know, it's just <laughs> a box. It doesn't mean anything. Oh, we so get into uh, that. We can. The other annoying thing that got removed, uh, Twitch removed mid-roll ads after negative response. That's I don't understand why they were getting negative responses. I mean, they're ads, people. Why are you giving ads negative responses? Do you know Come what? on, people. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like, you know, you know what? And while, yes, you, YouTube kind of did the same thing. They were like, hey, we're going to give you mid-rolls. And then they demonetize you for having 
you know, an opinion. Um, but the but the the funny thing is, is you'll get like um you'll get like a tutorial on how to get to a specific character in a game, and there'll be thirty thousand placed ads that the video creator has placed in there, and people started complaining, oh, well, you know, there's going to be mid-roll ads on streams. Look, I'm personally okay with it, as long as they don't go the way of YouTube and are like, hey, by the way, we're going to, you know, let you place them, and people start placing like 50,000 ads because it starts getting them two cents per ad. It's like half a cent. But I'm just throwing this out there. Uh, Firefox and Chrome in their stores, they both have uh, ad blockers. You could, I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. I'm not saying anything official, but you definitely could go that route. Right. That's, you know, there is workarounds. We'll call them workarounds. (laughs) We're going to give you mid-roll ads. Do you guys not have ad blockers? (laughs) Guess not. That's a yep. Diablo Immortal callback. I apologize. Yes, yes. But do you guys not uh, have phones? <laughs> so, how many of you guys bought Super Mario 3D and it crashed? Oh, uh, wait. None of us it's did. Probably because you had a modded Switch. Oh. Then, yeah, I don't think Silas has a modded Switch. <laughs> no, it's uh So, apparently, a bunch of people were complaining because this new, brand new game was crashing all the time the switch after doing some investigation they were all using modded switches those people people modding people modding their consoles who'd have thought that that was a thing how dare people do what they want with their property (laughs) uh it's i am kind of curious on how this game actually is i mean i remember playing Super Mario back on the N64. Uh, can anybody, does anybody else feel old when they see the fact that that game came out in 2000 and, or 1993? Or was it 96? Mm. It's 96. Yeah, the but, original uh, Super Mario Brothers came out in like 1985. I don't feel that old. I still, I still remember when handhold game consoles were a thing. So, Game Boy, black and white. Game Boy, black and white. Game Boy I still had a fucking deal. Dude, when Game Boy uh, Color yes. hit, that was like <laughs> game changer. Except all the Sega Game Gear players were like, I've been here for years, bitch. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> right? Sega. Everybody remember I, uh, Sega? Sega was totally a uh, big contender in the in the industry. They're still around. Sega uh, just people don't really Sega killed Dreamcast. <laughs> yeah, Dreamcast fucking killed them. Sega oh, Dreamcast. Man. That was the end of their console adventures. But, on, you know, Gamesfield. looking back, what was it about it that killed it? Like, I can't, like, put... The like, screen I mean, like... on the controller. Yeah. It was yeah, the screen on the controller. It was shitty. It, was, it looked yeah. bad. It just felt shit. It just, there was nothing it good was just, about it. Okay. Yeah, like, can, like, there weren't any games that used it. Like, it, it had no real purpose. The only game that used the LCD screen on the memory card that fit in the controller was Monster Hunter. So oh, wow. they couldn't re- just uh, put out another controller without the. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, that of course. Was a selling Second point. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. When it's a selling point, you don't want to get rid of it. Um, yeah, like that was yeah. The, that was supposed to be their innovation. That's what was supposed to set that apart. They put a Game Boy on a memory card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, actually, so that's actually part of the reason why Super Mario 3D All-Stars is getting some little heat, too. Uh, it's basically emulation. Uh, they have been, I mean, they haven't changed anything from the original N64 game, and they just basically put it in an emulator released it on the switch which cool great wonderful um i will say that might have been a tad bit lazy but Look, game works 
if I'm gonna so, if I'm gonna play Super Mario sixty four, I want to play it as it was. I don't want to play some refurbished crap. I want to play the game like it was with all of its flaws because that game was fucking gold, and I don't care who <laughs> you are. If you disagree, fucking fight me. <laughs> I mean, the the only thing is maybe it could look a little prettier. But, I mean, Zero, yeah. I'll fight you, but that whole thing is just going to look like me holding your forehead while you come at me. Oh, oh that's true, because I'm short. I get it. <laughs> I mean, at least you'll be holding his forehead when he's coming at you, not, you know, he'll be holding your forehead while he's coming on you. <laughs> uh, good point. I mean, well, god damn it, why isn't Linus here? <laughs> Linus, you son uh, of He's sleeping, I think, because work i know he's, he's, he's in a perpetual work cycle where he needs to go to bed at 7 30 every night so that he can wake up at uh 8 30 in the morning because that's how much sleep he needs ouch anyway the yeah my, we missed you <laughs> yeah my my thing there was uh yeah zero you can come all you want and it's a free country and also, uh, rose-colored glasses. I would have said the same thing about Diablo 2 a couple years ago until I actually tried to play it again, and Jesus Christ, it's abysmal these days. <laughs> right, I mean, but you know, I, so update the graphics, and you can no, probably do it, right? No, not even you update the graphics, the control scheme is so jittery. The you can walk in, like, uh, eight, the four cardinal directions plus the four in between the cardinal directions. That's it. You have to click on goal to pick it up. You have to, you know, click on. There's no more yeah. holding down, or is there's no none of the modern stuff like holding down a button. None of the to do quality of life. Shit. No quality of life stuff whatsoever. It was coming off of Diablo One, and Diablo One is even fucking worse. So, yeah, it, they were wonderful games when we played them. But I think if I tried to go back and play Goldeneye, I would. Oh, no. I would probably I, I... throw. I break the TV. Goldeneye was horrifically dated 15 years ago when I tried to play it. Yeah. Like, there, that game is, is like, That's it, it just, that type of thing just doesn't age well. And that's just a fact of technology. Like, you can't, you can't have gaming, like, technology with that type of nostalgia. You gotta remaster it. You got like, actually, yeah. Doc and I, we're playing through Halo 2 right now. And the Master Chief Collection, and I discovered something uh, when we were playing the other day, and it is if you hit uh, the tab key in game, it will change to the original graphics. What? And you can in live real time, you can swap between the remaster and the original graphics of hey, Halo cool. Two, and. I was it was amazing when I when I found it out, but then I was like, holy shit, like I didn't even realize this whole time that it was that remastered. Like the cutscenes, the cutscenes, I was like, yes, obviously the cutscenes, okay. Yes, I believe that. But like the gameplay in game itself, when you hit the, the tab key and it changes, it's like holy shit, I can't believe this used to be beautiful. Like this used to be a gold standard. State of the art. Like Halo 2 was pushing boundaries. And yeah, so gaming just retro gaming just doesn't age well. You you have to go like so far retro that it's it even breaks the context of what we think of as normal gaming. And then we're talking stuff like arcade gaming and Pong, and that stuff still stands up because that's its own thing. But in terms of like Goldeneye <laughs> as a first person shooter is fucking unplayable. Street Fighter and Turtles in Time somehow still playable. Oh. Oh my god. Great games. Uh, I mean, you can sit anybody down in front of uh, an Asteroids or a Pong or a Centipede, any of those like old school arcade games, and anybody can play those. I mean, and hell, even like the, uh, like the, uh, there are tons of arcade bars here in the city. And, you know, those games are still a ton of fun to play. But like, now, old. Old first-person shooters, old stuff like that—it just does not hold up. No, I mean, even okay, Crisis was you know the gold standard on PC for years. Um, I can't do it. Vanilla original OG Crisis on PC, 
I can't fucking do it. Like, it's the same way. Like, it's just, and it holds up pretty good, but, like, you got to do texture mods. You got to bring the graphics up to date. And, you know, after playing the remaster, <clears throat> it's, wow, the remaster, it does look a lot prettier. Um, I'm pretty sure. I have ran just quick, I'm pretty sure that when, when Omega and I were playing uh, Halo 2, uh, he was using the original textures because he figured out how to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Could dude. Could be I... wrong. I... Omega, yes, no. Uh, Wait, what do you mean? When we were playing Halo 2, you were like, hey, press tab, and uh, tab switches yeah. you back into the original graphics mode. I wasn't sure if you were actually playing the game in original graphics. Oh, no. Like, I mean, I, I could switch back and forth in real time, and like, I, I left it on for a second, but then I turned it back because, I mean, <laughs> it's fucking 2020. What, what do you think? Like... <laughs> right. Uh, it's like, it ooh, cool wow, this is cool. I can see retro graphics. All right, I'm not going to do that anymore. It was a cool moment. Of, like, in, that, this is interesting. And then I, you know, hit tab again and move back. And there, you know, when we were going around doing different things, I would be curious and I'd say, oh, I wonder what, yeah, I would compare uh, if we hit like a cutscene or hit a moment like that. I would, you know, hit tab and see what it looked like and you can do that cool. <laughs> and but... say, wow this game looked like dog shit because it had to be fit on a dvd it's 40 gigabytes <laughs> now but uh that's yeah, still it, it's it's neat it's fun yeah going back and seeing some old games and then seeing them newer and looking pretty like again mass factory mastered i mean i'm all for Mass Effect, what are we on? Five now? Are we are we skipping? They are, yes. Are we, yes, they are we going five or are they doing four? No, they're in development of uh, the fifth Mass Effect game. I believe it's still untitled. I will check that after this, but yes. Um, also, I think last podcast I brought up that we're, uh, they're revealing details about Sarakesh, which is the uh, Solarian homeworld. I did not realize at the time that in Mass Effect 3 you go to Sarakesh for yes. one mission you don't actually see very much of the planet you really nope. only see an installation it's a medical installation yep. where um morden solace yep. is doing some experimentation on female krogan to try and cure the genophage uh but ostensibly in the new uh the new mass effect game that's coming out uh Sirkesh will be more attuned to the open world environments that we are used to uh in like the citadel or uh what was it called Omega, the uh, the asteroid base where you could just sort of you know run around, walk around doing stuff. So I don't remember the names of any of that shit. Oh no, Omega I mean the actual cool. name of the asteroid base is Omega, not Omega oh, Constant. Yeah. yeah, it was a DLC for Mass Effect Three. Uh, no, as well. actually, uh, well, yeah, there, yeah, because there there was that one mission where uh, Cerberus took over control of Omega and uh, where Arya Talok wanted it back. Yep. But yeah, before in Mass Effect Two. And again, yep. in Mass Effect Three, uh, Omega was an open world environment where you could uh, you could wander around. Yeah, I wish the Citadel was more open in Mass Effect Three. Yeah, they do. Well, you have the Presidium and you have the docks, right? Those are the two main yep. areas that you can wander around. And the hospital. And the hospital. Um, but yeah. the 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 open world environments on the Citadel are a little bit limited, but that's probably because the Citadel is meant to be absolutely fucking massive, and I I don't know if they could get away. Maybe they could get away without using uh, modern day technology and have a huge open world that you can wander around. But that in itself would be a map the size of Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Like you're talking I mean, about they, an entire they already game do that, just though. for the Citadel. In um, well, they do something similar in Andromeda. The what the fuck is the big space station you have to go to? No, no, no that's nowhere near as big. You, I mean, that's well, I mean, no, like the, the playable map, like that you right. have in Mass Effect Three for the Citadel. Like, I feel like the space station in Andromeda is like way bigger than that. I don't know about that. I don't remember it that way. Maybe it just it feels that way. It could just be because of the way they have it laid out that it feels bigger. I mean, you know, after running around the, you know, the shop area for so long, it feels like there's there's really like two spots you go on the Citadel, and that's about it. 
Yeah, I love a remaster just because so far we've had some pretty good remasters. Yeah, okay, so there is no official title for Mass Effect 5 yet. However, it is still in development. Yeah. Speaking of another uh, sci-fi game, uh, apparently the cyberpunk developers... Uh, Brent, and they also worked on Dying Light, Witcher 3, and Dead Island came, have come together to work on a new game called The Invincible. It's going to be launching in 2021. It's on PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC. Um, it looks interesting to keep an eye on. And with them working on those particular titles could be interesting but I'm not going to hold my hopes up too high at this point um, Speaking of uh, PlayStation uh, there's an article from Push that the PS5 will not play PS3, PS2, or PS1 games Sony uh, officially confirmed it Ouch That so, is one generation back compatible Yes, yeah. single single backwards compatible uh, PS4 games will play on the PS5. I guess they assume. The, presumably, there were PS2 classics that were ported to the PS4, um, like uh, the remasters uh, or the remaster of Papa, uh, Parappa the Rapper. That's the one. Um, will be like presumably stuff like that will run on the PS5, but it's not confirmed so it's possible that even the ps2 classes that got ported won't have support on the ps5 but that's just speculation the only thing that's solid is that ps1 ps2 ps3 games shit out of luck won't work on the ps5 on the bright side if you buy an xbox i'm pretty sure xbox xbox 360 and uh, xbox one games all work on the xbox sex Honestly, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm I don't have a PlayStation, but and I'm not gonna get one. But I, it's that's not even anything to be mad about. Like <laughs> at a certain point, you've gotta you gotta. How many people support. really play Halo, the the original Xbox games? You gotta you gotta stop supporting the 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 stuff that there's just no reason to. At that point, so, you're just wasting money to do it. Like all that shit that I have to go through on this modern-day PC just so I can play Oregon Trail 2, I have to download a <laughs> fucking emulator, I have to run it through DOSBox, and then I have to pray that I can downgrade to 256 bits of color without crashing the rest of my graphics drivers just so I can play Oregon 2. What is Microsoft doing with its life? <laughs> Maybe they can right. pass this off to one of their new game studios. Yeah, give yeah. it to Bethesda so <laughs> a that remake? Bethesda can give it a 10 gigabyte day one patch. Or actually, Doc, you know, if you really wanted a playable version of this, just go find an Indian high schooler on Fiverr, and <laughs> they'll have it for you by the end of the day. <laughs> oh, God, no, even better, I can get him to, uh, I can get him to mail me his uh, the computer in his local library, assuming he has a, yeah, that's a stupid idea, what am I even talking about? <laughs> Email Hero, are you having fucking deja vu? Deja vu? Say what again? Are you having deja vu? What do you mean? I swear we already had this conversation once this year. It's possible. Steam company. It's, it's <laughs> like... possible. I've had 17 <laughs> concussions. I can barely remember what I <laughs> ate for breakfast. No, I'm... <laughs> wow, that's crazy. I'm going to have to go back and look. Uh, or Leetness, you like to listen. You you tell us in the comments. I yeah, Leetness, you have nothing better to do at work than listen to fucking <laughs> podcasts. Go back. Go back and tell <laughs> us what we said years ago. Uh, no, I think it was like, it was, it would have been earlier this year. It was, uh, I, it was creepy. I swear. It, if it wasn't word for word, it's damn close. Gobi. I know. Are you high? I am not. Unfortunately, I'm stone cold sober. <laughs> I couldn't go anywhere I mean, that, this weekend. That just that just kind of shoots all of my ideas in the foot. So, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not really drunk, but I had a lot of spicy peppers for dinner. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Oh, so you want to talk nice. about the, the free mount that you're you so voted on? And this um, is that I didn't vote on because it 
because I knew exactly which one was going to win the second that I looked at the, the. All right. So, so what were the options and who won? It was some type of wolf mount. It was an ancient walker. So basically a giant fucking tree um, going all Lord of the Rings style with it. Or a flying book. The flying and, book one. Uh, no, the ancient tree one. <laughs> um, again, this is why yeah. I didn't vote. Because it didn't matter. I knew exactly <laughs> which one everybody was going to vote for. Because... Because it, it, World of Warcraft players are nothing if not predictable. Because oh, for some reason, the World of Warcraft crowds wants to ride Treebeard to Isengard. Factual I statement. Just, I was just gonna say you and Lewis should make characters uh, and do the whole tree riding and reenact that whole tree riding scene. Okay. Note: the mount will not be available until sometime in 2021. Uh other note time. it will be the it, even though it will be a free mount it will be the one mount that i don't have because i hate those mounts oh come on you don't want a giant tree what do you got well, against just... trees what's your problem <laughs> i've got nothing against trees i love why don't trees you want to ride a tree why don't you want to mount a tree i'll show that tree some love <laughs> i'm not a dendrophiliac that's why oh good term <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, proper is... proper usage of 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 uh, sexual preference there. How many times in common conversation did you ever think that you would bring up the term dendrophilic? <laughs> um, I live I live in southwestern Virginia. It's more common than you think. <laughs> A lot of tree uh, fuckers down there. Uh, well, I mean, we're not San Francisco, <laughs> but you know, uh, <laughs> no, 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 tree fucker, uh, not tree hugger. <laughs> um bro i i'm a i'm a deadhead they're kind of one in the same uh <laughs> oh boy. Uh, i'm glad All you right. said it not me yep <laughs> uh moving on so uh yeah. the division two got the summit uh entitled update 11 this is yeah, this is nothing like the underground. Uh, the only thing this has in common with the underground is that it basically gives you random floors. That's it. Um, it'll be cool for a while, but I have a feeling it's going to get boring because like the first 20 floors are going to get old really fast or you'll just end up skipping them anyway because you can't change the difficulty level. It basically starts out at like normal mode down at 1 and ends at legendary mode at 100. Every 10 floors, you get a checkpoint where you can start from that point. Floors? Yeah, you're going up a skyscraper. A skyscraper. I liked how you said it the first time, but okay. Alright, so the skyscrapers <laughs> in Washington, D.C., or is this one of those New York uh, add-ons? It's just... Nope, it's just a... Well, it's part of the Warlords of New York, but it's just a... Okay. Random spot on the map. You did. It's not in like New York. It's somewhere you travel to. Like you get in their helicopter, you travel there, and then you go up the skyscraper. And it's right. random. There's like random events that happen on the floor. Like you know, you might have to rescue a hostage, or you might have to hack a computer. Um, did you ever play like Mass Effect, uh, the multiplayer Mass Effect three, Mass Effect three, or Mass Effect Andromeda? Uh, a bit, yeah, several hundred hours. Okay, you know, like, uh, I have to do the, like, the random events or whatever in the multiplayer, it's the same thing on different floors. With random enemies and random floor cool. layout. Alright, good times. Yeah. Kind of sounds like, uh, what Blizzard is doing with, uh, Torghast, which actually they finally released more information about that today. And it's going to be six uh each what did they say each level will be six floors inside of this prison so it'll be six cell blocks inside of um each level and it's going to be like up to it's every it's like six or eight i think it's eight um up to like 190 or 180 something like that 
different levels um, or different floors or cell blocks within this thing. And apparently when you get to the higher ones, you get a mount. Watch out, everybody. You get a mount. So Every time you say that, I just picture you taking rather a sexual pose on your chair. Yeah, I'm like trying to think of a joke. What's her name? So you get a mount. How did you uh, meet <laughs> oh my god, that's very don't assume don't assume his sexual preference. It could be a him or it could be an it. We just that's went fair. over how there are a lot of lot of tender feel eggs down where Zeroburn lives. He could be into bushes or uh stumps. Or people or in the ground. <laughs> oh I see what you did there. Good job. Does anyone know what it's called when you want to fuck amputees? <laughs> Hold, no, please. We'll I'm, get Gobi I'm, to say it. Hang on. I'm, Let me find I'm, it. So uh, <laughs> they added discovery mode to uh, the Iron Horse raid, uh, which basically is an easier mode that so you don't have to do all the super hard whatever and shit. Uh, I don't think you get any extra any of the raid drops for it. It's just basically so you can figure it out and whatnot before you actually do it. Um, again, gear mods and transmorgification. Okay, we got transmorgification, which is pretty good. Go ahead, take a look at the podcast channel and try to pronounce that thing. No. That I just <laughs> yes, yes, no, please do. <laughs> because I know exactly uh, some, what it is, and yes, please do. <clears throat> uh, some PvP changes, which nobody cares about, and then um, <laughs> concealed agenda is coming, which uh, the prime targets are Black Tusk Leaders, Bardon. Why well, it gotta be Black? I, really? How else are you going to pronounce that? that really? Took me a second. Bardon? <laughs> Bardon? Bardon? Go for it. Come on. Let, let's hear the, the non black speech. No? What? Oh, wait, what are you talking about? Where, where is this word that <laughs> uh, It's in the multiplayer first, the Division 2 title update 11, down at the bottom. Prime target will be the blast, blah, 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 blah. <sighs> black tusk leader Bardon Schaefer. Yeah, prime target will be the black tusk leader uh, Bardon Schaefer. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not difficult to remember. That's not what. That's not what the joke. Would, never mind. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. I yeah I know. Um. Yeah. Okay, look, I'm short and the joke didn't even go over my head. Just made everybody very confused there for a moment. Don't forget, <laughs> a big part of Title 11 will be the summon bow that will be available for those who are the warlords of New York DLC. You can read all about it here. All right. So. Podcast. The, uh, <laughs> the uh, RTX. Uh. Actually, now there's an RTX Titan article here that you want to talk about for $2,500, but the uh, RTX uh, 3 series has come out, the 3080s, and uh, those sold out in minutes, and they are now uh, on eBay and Amazon for between three and $5,000, if anybody read about that today. Next generation yeah. video cards. RTX 3080. Yeah. Developed by NVIDIA, and right they there. are ridiculously expensive, and I don't know why anybody wants them. <laughs> the crazy part is those aren't even the, the most expensive NVIDIA cards they put out. What's the most, most expensive? expensive. What's, a, what's a card that NVIDIA puts out that's more than $5,000 before it's bought and price inflated on Amazon and eBay? The SV100, it clocks in at $8,999. Yeah, their Quattro uh, ones are in like the five grand range. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, yeah, the Quattro RTX. We were just looking at these beforehand, like, cause they were like $2,500 cards, and that's a Titan, like, that's the high end gaming GPU for NVIDIA. And then they have like the workstation ones, which go up to, basically 9,000, which are also a limit of five. In case you're curious and you're going to buy these, you can only buy five of that $9,000 card. Again, oh, I, I, reiterate, I reiterate the point of let me just go ahead and take a second mortgage <laughs> out on my house. Hey, if you're starting up a little graphic studio, animation studio or whatnot, 
That's uh, that's probably all you'll need. Get five of those for your workstations. I need to play 3D solitaire. (laughs) I (laughs) I'm more curious if the the limit five is because of those crypto miners. Possibly. But I also bet if you were actually starting a business and you needed more than five, you would send them an email and be like, hi, I'm a company and we're doing a thing and we need 20 of these. And they'll say, sure, here you go. Because and then you turn right we're... around and you sell them to crypto miners. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> no, what happens is you, you try to get your business up and running, you inevitably fail. Uh, and then you secondhand sell them to crypto miners uh, after. Turn, yeah, or you turn into business. a crypto mining operation yourself. You're just like, buy Bitcoin. Everyone, buy Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of that, I did get a cool, um, <clears throat> uh, what do they call them? Scams on um, Discord. Uh, Vanny Vane 1997. Uh, you get a message from them. I'd probably ignore it. Uh, apparently, I won 0.5 Bitcoin. Um, yeah, don't click on those links. Vanny People Vane? Bad. My boy? That's my boy, Vanny Vane. What do you send to you? <laughs> what do you mean? There's, you're telling me that there aren't random people on Discord just <laughs> finding people to give Bitcoin to? Yeah, Vanny yeah. Vane. He's, I In know order- that dude. He's very generous. My man, Vanny Vane. <laughs> Oh, there was sarcasm for anybody who didn't catch that. I'll have you know, I bought a Lamborghini with the Bitcoin I got from Vanny Van on Discord. Uh, <laughs> I used to be what an it? average working Joe, just like you, until my friend on Discord, Vanny Vane, offered me free Bitcoin. <laughs> now I own two pools. Yep. Or two bathtubs that you piss in and call <laughs> pools. <laughs> They're Why both a little weird ones. <laughs> you can swim in it just the same. I mean, right? I yeah. still need water well, wings. A bucket full of water is a bucket full of like water, no matter Beast. what size it is. And pee is mostly water. That's right. It's sterile when it comes out you. It's fine. Yeah. Plus there's chlorine in pools. Chlorine kills all the bacteria. You can drink that water. Now we're, we're just yeah. we're cycling around to a, a pee fetish thing, and I'm going to try to get Gobi to pronounce that word, too. Speaking of which, Gobi, go up to the fucking podcast channel and try to pronounce that goddamn word that I posted. <laughs> I would, but we got to talk about this Titan and how it can't run Crisis at 8K, because can anything run a game in 8K at this point? Is 8K even a legit thing? Like, why... Why do we care about AK? Anybody? Because PP big. AK big PP. Yes, PP PP Granda. Uh, <laughs> if you're going to the uh, the barista. Venti PP. Venti PP. Yeah, good one. Yeah, I like that. We'll we'll go with that from now on. PP <laughs> Vente though. <laughs> Probably switch that around. <laughs> yeah, actually, completely off topic. I was reading a uh, a thing yesterday about a large. It's like the Rosetta Stone of Viking runes. Well, not really the Rosetta Stone. It's it's a it's a large five sided boulder that has uh, old Norse runes and ciphers all over it, and it actually tells an epic poem. And when you read it out translated, it sounds like Yoda, Yoda writing poetry. Because the words are all back and forth and, and shit like that. And it turns out that volcanoes erupting in the North and South American continents back in like 500 AD fucked with the weather in uh, Norway and Sweden and Denmark so much that crops died. The population was halved. There was like blackened sky. There was a fucking solar eclipse and a red sky uh, for you know, at least one portion of this uh, this giant event, and they legitimately thought that it was the end of the world. And so they have this whole tablet commemorating basically what founded their, their whole concept of Ragnarok. 
and people have finally you know been over deciphering it answering all these riddles and and coming up with the, the narration of how this story was written is actually kind of fucking fascinating and what made me think of that was not vente pp but pp vente <laughs> good stuff history is interesting yes And despite my best be. efforts, we still have all our viewers on Twitch's, uh, or Zero's Twitch. <laughs> We're try we trying hard. I Well, No Man's Sky is getting another update. I know oh, that's... We can see, yeah, we can talk about No Man's Sky, the best game that never was. Origins. Uh, this one, they haven't really said anything. They just said Origins is going to be the beginning of something big. And apparently tweeted three oranges. That's all I got for you. What? I am Since still... when tweeting out emojis become a business announcement? I have no fucking clue, but apparently the community's all fucking going crazy. I don't understand. I don't care. Um, I'm just enjoying the game and waiting for the update to drop. Um, still exploring like my first or second planet and getting every base I can and just yeah, enjoying the tropic. Meanwhile, Omega and I have rediscovered the wonder that is space engineers. I built a submarine and a boat! After he yeah. got so fucking frustrated at the first one that he almost rage quit. <laughs> yeah. Do that. yeah, that game. Somebody made a water mod after years of the developers saying water would be impossible to implement in the game. Uh, in this game that is now five plus years old, there are still uh, modders who are actively developing new mechanics and new mods. And interestingly, this water mod in Space Engineers was made by a guy who created a weather mod that it was something else that Keen Software said would be impossible to put into the game. He did it, and then they were like, oh, hey, we're going to put that in the game. And then they stole it. Now he's making the water mod, and... I imagine it'll be a, uh, the next big update that just adds it. Granted, though, Drago's had his aerodynamics out for a long-ass time and all of Digi's shit that should have been made vanilla but isn't. So who knows with Keen? Um, I hope that the, this guy got paid when Keen put weather effects into the planets. I'm hoping that he actually got paid for his code. Because he doesn't have any sort of, like, no reposting comment up on the Steam Workshop or anything. So, if, uh... If Steam wants to flex, then they could probably use the Steam subscriber agreement to just rip off his code, put it in the game, make money off it, sell it as a DLC. Even better. You know, I mean... Or DLC. No, I don't think... Uh, Jakaria, the guy who made it, I haven't heard anything that uh, indicates that he's like at all upset or unhappy right. with so anything. I hope, so I hope he saw some compensation for that. I mean, and it's you know, it, it's not as if it's uncommon in video game development where you have uh, you know a long-term development of a game and community mods end up getting made vanilla over time. That's just part of the cycle. That is part of the cycle, but it should be part of the cycle where the people who create those mods get some credit for it. And oh, absolutely. And Keen absolutely outright steals it like they did with conveyor engines. Did they just steal those? Because Digi made those too. I'm pretty sure that Digi didn't get any credit for that. I'm pretty sure those just sort of popped into the game. Hmm. And just comparing the data struck or the data files between Digi's mod and the vanilla hinges, it looks kind of the same. I don't know. Well, he also made ladders, but they did. They implemented their own version of them because uh, they must not have liked his, I guess. Yeah. All right. That that's also that is a thing. They probably. I don't know. I don't know whether or not their ladders are better. It's been ages since I use Digi's ladders. The you know Digi's ladders. What makes them cool is that they're functional and that you can look around and you can interact with things in the environment, um, like control panels and buttons and shit. Yeah. While the the vanilla ones have an anim, but the, the problem with those is they don't have an animation when you climb them, uh, whereas the vanilla ones do. 
All right. All yeah, right. that's enough talking about Space Engineers, a game that no one else here cares about. Space Engineers. Yeah. Space Engineers. Say... Want to talk about Warframe? Want to talk about Warframe? <laughs> have you guys about... finally played it? Nope. Then, then no. I have. I, I started it. Oh, you did? Oh, you should tell me. I was waiting to, for your computer to get all fixed. Um, I got tired of waiting, and uh, I've been pushing my luck with this rig, so yeah, uh, Warframe works. In uh, at least brief stints, yeah, Warframe works. And so, uh, yeah, I checked out Heart of Demos, and I started leveling up with the syndicates and all the rest of that, and checking out that world. It's an interesting place. Fun place. And I could hey. go into detail about it, if anyone wants me to go into detail about it, but I'd be happy to go into detail about it, Heart of Demos Warframe. Go for it. Well, no, don't, because it's all spoiler alerts for me, because I haven't seen any of it. Okay. Well, no, I won't do Good any. Uh, I won't do any spoilers or anything like that. There, uh, but I can at least tell you about the uh, the ranking up and how they've done syndicates for Heart of Demos. Uh, it's a little little bit different. Actually, Eiflin did a video about this, which I thought was hilarious because he said it's wonderful. The syndicates uh, in Heart of Demos, uh, you know, before on uh, Plains of Eidolon, you could just go fishing and you could level up all your standing doing fishing. And then Fortuna came out and you can go hunting and you can just uh, get all your standing done from hunting. You can't do anything like that. You know, you can't spam bounties or you can't spam fishing or anything like that and level up your syndicates in Heart of Demos. So the way to level up your syndicates in Heart of Demos is to spam bounties. And everybody's head just went, what? <laughs> so, yeah. Leveling up in uh, in Hard Demos basically means you do bounties. And you do bounties for uh, one of these characters that they have. And you, it's all token-based. So you do something, you get a handful of tokens. And the tokens are worth 100 standing each. And then you trade in the tokens to another character for 100 standing each. And you get piles of them so it's not that hard to accumulate 200 or 300 and uh yeah that's how you accumulate your standing but i guess the thing that makes it unique in terms of leveling up would be that uh when you rank up you often have to make an offering and sometimes that's credits sometimes it's a prime part sometimes it's you know uh whatever uh for this you need a little bit of everything from each of the characters in the uh, Necropolis or whatever it's called. So in that much, you do have to do at least a little bit of everything. So that's that's kind of a nice thing to see to sort of spread things out and you know, force some variety into your life. And I'm sure that lots of people will complain about that and that it will change, but that's how it is right now. And the environment itself, it's okay. I have the same problems that I have on, or I had on Fortuna when it came out. I can't see enemies that are firing at me. It's a completely new environment, and the enemies blend in very well. Uh, so, that's something to get used to. Apart from that, it's pretty okay. It's an okay update. Good to hear. Alright, we got a round table. No. I, yes, Gobi, yeah. go to the podcast channel and pronounce those words. Oh, good roundtable. Yeah, ab absolutely. Yeah. There are two uh, words there. Go for it. I could, or I can talk about Dying Light. No, this is, this I is would not rather talk about Dying Light. This There's is totally three words. Work. Three words now. <laughs> uh, Pen15. Isn't that a show on Netflix? Something like that. I swear I keep That's seeing ads close. for it somewhere. That's the Wisconsin accent coming out, but yeah, Pen Fifteen. I can, I can, I can, I can see that. <laughs> okay, the other two. Uh, you, sorry. <laughs> uh, Sounded out. Acro. See, A C R O. Acro. Mm -hmm. Just break it up. Break it up, Gobi. Come on, you can do it. We believe in you. Hooked on Phonics worked for me. I'm glad it looked, you know, as, as long as you're from Philly, I guess. Because <laughs> it's got wait. Philly at the end of it. Did, wait, wait, wait. I think we just <laughs> lost all of my Philly, all of my uh, Pennsylvania viewers. Great. Thank you, Gobi. <laughs> I am, please. What can I say? I mean, 
Pennsylvania. Are we really losing anything? How dare you? <laughs> no, he's not what about the proud <laughs> coal miners of not quite New England? I am. That's I West Virginia. Virginia thank you. From Pennsylvania, but I can't think of anything that actually comes from Pennsylvania other than Pittsburgh and steel. The steel doesn't even come from there anymore. I thought coal mainly came from West Virginia. At least that's what I've always been told. No, coal mainly comes from China. It's 2020. You live in Virginia, so of course all your coal comes from West Virginia. In the north, we we don't ship it that far. We get it from Pennsylvania. Oh. And everyone else in the country gets it from China, yes. China. China. (laughs) It's going to be good for the post-show. Yep. Yeah. All right. We're out of here. Um, yeah. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. Peace. Penis, penis.